Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge, on Yahoo Sports Radio. Speaking of calling, Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number or bring your own. See how it works at grasshopper.com. And we're back with Drew Pearson of the Dallas Cowboys. And Drew, I think... Rick Gosselin's got a question for you. Drew, why aren't you in the Hall of Fame? I just don't know. I just uh, don't know what the criteria is for getting in and what makes me qualified or what makes me not qualified. Uh, Individual stats or team stats or both. And I think I had both of those in my career. Uh, You know, with the Dallas Cowboys, had success individually, helped teams win football games and uh, averaged over 16 yards a catch and uh, went over 1,000 yards way back in 1974 on 62 catches. And, and then teams I played with, you know, 11 seasons with the Cowboys, played on, made the playoffs 10 of those 11 seasons, never had a losing season. Uh, the year we didn't make the playoffs, we finished 8-6, and six, played in seven NFC championship games, which means seven times in 11 seasons, I was one game away from seven Super Bowls. And you know, end up playing in three Super Bowls and winning one. So uh, everything, as far as I'm concerned, is there. I think those are the reasons why I made that, you know, all-decade team of the 1970s because those stats were there and it, they are associated with, you know, team success. And then when you look at some of the guys that are in, uh, even the guy that was voted as the other wide receiver on the all-decade team, Lynn Swan, he's in. He had better team success because they won four Super Bowls, but uh, individually I had better stats than he did. I played a little longer than he did. Maybe that's the reason, but, you know, he's in. I'm not. The guy he played with that shared the ball with him, part of the offense with him, John Stallworth, you know, he played through the 70s. Uh, uh, he's in. A lot of other guys uh, that, you know, I'm not saying these guys aren't Hall of Famers because they are but I just don't understand why they are and I'm not. That's what uh, mystifies me. Well, right, right along those lines, Drew, uh, you're right, it is mystifying. And, you know, from the 50s through the 90s, there were 10 wide receivers uh, selected uh, first team all decade. Uh, you're the only one uh, of those 10 not enshrined, and you, uh, as we mentioned earlier, had never even been discussed. Uh, now you're in the vast mm-hmm. senior pool, of which Rick and I uh, try to – pull as many people out as, as we can uh, before everybody drowns, including us. And, uh, and I'm just wondering, like, how frustrating has this whole process been for you and to find yourself now in this pool where uh, there's an awful lot of talented players and you can only bring out one or two guys a year? Yeah, and then the uh, when you go to the modern era, era players, uh, you look at the wide receivers, uh, Stats, Terrell Owens, and Marvin Harrison, and you say, wow, God, how could Drew Pearson get in? And those guys have double number of catches and yardage and touchdowns and things of that nature. So even, I guess, it pushes you further back into uh, the process, I guess. And what that is what's frustrating. It is the process. You don't. There's no transparency. Uh, you don't ever know what the qualifications are. Is it individual stats? As I said before, is it team stats or is it both? Uh, you know, a lot of teams or a lot of players didn't play in in key games you know most of the games I played in were key games and uh, you didn't have opportunities at the end of games to pad your stats 
You know, we we ne- we would come back. We came back from a lot of games to win those games, but you know, you're catching passes in the flow of the game, not passes that are coming to you because you know your teams are so far behind that now you got to throw the ball to catch up, and therefore you pad your stats. Uh, but those same players that have done that uh, didn't have the same success in playoffs that I had. You know, I caught over. Uh, uh, 60 some play passes in playoff games. I played in 22 playoff games. Uh, another thing, I threw three touchdown passes in the NFL. I was five for seven throwing the football. <laughs> there you go. I had a, I had a 1.3 something quarterback rating. I think that's even higher than Roger Staubach, which I bring up to him all the time. <laughs> but you know, there's a, there's a, I think there's a lot of things that when you looked at the time I played, who I played with, and what we accomplished uh, individually, and who I played for. I did this with Tom Landry. I think that should uh, say something for you as well, uh, as far as your character and your ability to uh, uh, play for a coach that was so demanding and uh, do it on a consistent level as an undrafted free agent. So I think I have a great story to tell, and I just don't understand why the process doesn't allow uh, this one, only one, I, and I didn't know this till you mentioned that you were the only one of the ten all-decade receivers not enshrined, and that to me, uh, I don't know what it lends to, but it's it just doesn't look right. Hey, Drew, we got to run, but I want to thank you for the time, and sorry for ruining your day with that story. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, no, thank you so much. Drew, and I appreciate it. Man. Thank I you. Completed my case. There you go. Okay, there you thank go. You. Thanks, Drew.